Hello, and Hello. welcome back to the uh, third episode, well, it's technically episode two, of the uh, Hey Loser podcast because of the episode zero. Uh, we still haven't posted an episode. But we at least have our social media and our SoundCloud done, so ooh, what are the at? What's the at? Uh, well, for some odd reason, Twitter decided that we're at podcast hey, but if you typed in... Uh, Hey, loser podcast, all spaced, all capitalized, and I'm sure you'll find us. You'll find us, or just at Hey Podcast Hey. Podcast Hey. Yeah, and you're probably listening to this on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud's just a uh, uh, Hey Loser podcast. Well, they'll probably be listening to it on SoundCloud. Yeah, anyway. but like, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Maybe they somehow like their friends showed them and then neglected to tell them where to find us, and and this is the only time they're hearing about it. So they've got to quickly type it in their phone. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just sound, you know, www.soundcloud.com forward slash Hey Loser Podcast. All together, no capitals. Yeah, bl- brand recognition, dog. Um, I'm your host, Noah Hewitson. And I'm your other host, Taylor Hewitson. Um, how's it been going on? I mean, pretty pretty alright. Pretty uh, alright. We're going to start with the story. And then I'll talk about we'll, how much pain I'm in. We'll talk about what happened to you last night. Yeah. So this is from the Reddit r slash pro revenge. Okay. Is this like a revenge, uh, it's like revenge coon? Yeah, yeah, it's pro revenge, dude. Yeah. So this is the time I ruined my high school teacher's career and got her fired in the greatest way possible. I'm very excited. You're excited. <clears throat> this story is widely known amongst my family and is consistently brought up and joked upon in my group of friends even years after. A buddy of mine suggested that this is the perfect place to make make it public. So let's get into this shitstorm. Are you ready for this, Taylor? I am ready. <clears throat> Backstory. I was a senior in high school at the time. I had never been the brightest student. I was a solid C student, and I had never received a detention or any kind of bad student record. This is important because, to this day, I still have no idea why the teacher treated me this way. The teacher, who we will name Mrs. Frank, had been a teacher there for more than a decade and was widely known for being a petty, heartless bitch who was the administrators, uh, who the administrators saw as the golden child. Ms. Frank uh, taught algebra, which is my worst subject, so naturally I had issues understanding the lessons and would ask questions frequently. Some of these questions are easily answered, but to me it was rocket science. To some, these questions were answered easily. Um, Usually when someone asked a dumb question, no one would address it. However, in Ms. Frank's case, she would belittle me in front of everyone by saying things such as, Here comes the slow boy again. Holy shit. Wow, surprise, surprise, you don't understand it again. <laughs> really? We have to go extra slow for you today, don't we? Oh my god. Etc, etc. I tried going to the administration about it, but uh, before, but... Again, she considered she was considered the golden child. They would send someone in to examine her class. She would be act respectful and normal for one day, and then go back to being a bitch the next. This goes for about half a year until I had enough. I went to the local radio shack, 
bought a recorder and secretly recorded every insult she would throw at me. I would sometimes instigate to make up for lost time. Go ahead. Feed the fire. Feed the fire. Let it burn. Let the teacher burn. Um, fast forward to the end of the year, and I'm sitting in Mrs. Frank's class when I ask a question. Her response, and I quote, because it's burned into my brain, was, I've been teaching here for ten years, and that was the single dumbest question I've ever heard come out of anyone's mouth. She continued the lesson without answering. I calmly stood up, packed my stuff, and headed to the nurse's office to dismiss myself from school. We were allowed to dismiss ourselves if we were 18 at the school. That's fine. I went home, compiled all of the brutal tapes into one glorious masterpiece, and uh, and headed back the next day to show the administrators. I sat down with the principal, and we listened to a couple of the insults before he stopped me. He wanted a witness present as well as Mrs. Franks. He told me he would meet the next day where I could show him and the rest of the administrators the full tape. I walked into the school the next morning, being the most nervous I've ever been for anything. I was called down to the office where I met with some board directors, the local school police officer, and the principal, the vice principal, and Mrs. Franks. So, you know, in most American high schools, they have a police officer stationed at the school. I mean, we had a police officer at Eden. Did we? Yeah, uh, he would go around and bust you if you were, like, skipping school. Skipping school? Yeah, we actually Isn't got that to like a tru- Isn't that just a truancy officer, though? Yeah, but he had, like, a gun. Yeah, my, it's like a daily carry. He's like a beat cop, yeah. right? It, it's just like a simple, like, 9 mil here. Yeah, I, he didn't let me have a look, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> oh, mate, can I have a feel of your fucking gun? That was me. Can I tase a cunt? Oh, come on, don't be a stooge. Um, so they, so he gathered everyone into the room, right? Yeah. Um, uh, let me, I think I scrolled down. Uh, okay, and Mr. What follows was some of the greatest minutes of my life. I watched as the administrators went from fed up with being in another useless meeting to furious and speechless with some of them keeping their mouths open for the duration of the tape. I also watched Mrs. Frank go from confident to stuck up to her realising she had fucked up before, beyond repair. She was publicly roasting herself in front of the most important people from the district. The tape ended, and without hesitation, the administrators looked around in astonishment, and the principal turns to me and says, I think we have heard everything we need to. Thank you. And I was quietly dismissed from the room. The final time I saw Mrs. Frank was leaving the room. I looked back and we made eye contact through her tear-filled eyes as I gave the biggest, most evil smile. I returned to class the next week and Mrs. Frank was no, uh, nowhere to be found. The story spread quickly throughout the school and I was seen as a saint. I had successfully gotten her fired and made it almost impossible for Mrs. Frank to return to her teaching career as well as cut off from most of her connections she had with other teachers in the school. I had ruined her financially because no school district in the area would hire this walking piece of garbage. If you're reading this, Mrs. Frank, I'd like to take the moment to tell you to go fuck yourself. Uh, too long, didn't read. My high school teacher belittled me all year. I secretly recorded her, showed the administration, and got her fired. Do you want me to read the edits as well? Yeah. Edit one. 
Should have cleared this up in the story, however, I didn't want to go into much detail about the process. Yes, this, is per this was perfectly legal to do, and my parents and I did all my research to make sure we weren't breaking any kind of law. In my state, you can record someone in their place of business without both parties' consent. Edit 2. Wow, thanks for the gold, kind strangers. I believe this became the most popular because almost everyone can relate to having a horrible teacher at some point in their life. I'm glad I could give some satisfaction to some of you who had similar situations. Edit 3. I want to address some frequently asked questions. Right? I regret sharing the dumbed-down version because I left out amount of the shit my parents put... I put my parents through all this. Tons of meetings and phone calls that would have made the story a lot longer. And I didn't think anyone would enjoy reading it. One, I do not still have the tapes. It was the administration's best interest to keep them in case she sued for, for false termination and it would have gotten out of hand if the tapes had spread, giving her a bad reputation towards the district. Even if I had the tapes, this all took place over 15 years ago, and there's no way in hell I'd be able to find them. Two, yes, I took algebra as a senior because, again, I wasn't the greatest student to walk in those halls, and throughout my years of school, I had tutoring. Sorry, I'm not a genius. Three, I don't remember what question I asked that pushed me over the limit that day. Uh, thanks for all the feedback, and I love reading each and everyone's stories that have similar teachers and revenge. Here we go. That's amazing. Also, uh, I love that your case is covered in eggplants. Eggplant emoji. It was our, our mum got it for for our stepfather, yeah. for for his phone, which I oh. also loved because like, you eggplant emoji is like yeah the penis the penis the peen the peen. Um, that was an amazing story. That's a pretty good story. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There's there's another one that I know that's... Pro, Pro Revenge is such a great subreddit, to be honest. Yeah. It's just so good, so satisfying. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to talk about how much... Do, I, do you want me to preface the story with... A gore warning? No, not a gore warning, but, like, my perspective of the story... And then we'll tell my little perspective, and then we'll tell yours. Okay. Right? Because you walked away, like, halfway. I walked away halfway, and then you can tell the rest of the story or how it happened. So, I work at a restaurant, so I come home late at night. So, I'm, I get home around 9.30pm. I come home, have something to eat, have a shower, and I decided I'm going to watch a movie. So, I watched a two-hour movie. It, it was called Bodied. It was produced by Eminem. It's on YouTube Premium. It's a great... It's a great movie. I really liked it. And so I finished the movie around midnight. And about that time I hear at the at the door and I hear our um our step grandmother who you live with. Yeah. But which is like a, a small little like flat or apartment beyond below our house. It's like a two bedroom little flat. It's like right? a rainy flat below the house. Mm-hmm. And um I hear, oh, Noah, Noah, do you have anything? She was, she was asking for, like, Band-Aids and antiseptic, and I'm like, what's, what's happened? What's happened? And she told me that you had stepped on a toothpick, and I was like, Pff. She stepped in a toothpick and stabbed herself in the, in the big toe. And I come through, I'm like, how bad could it possibly be? I come down, and she hits pierced 
The t- imagine the size of a toothpick going through the meaty part of your big toe. It had impaled <laughs> at, at a diagonal. It had impaled her all the way through the big fucking toe. <laughs> and I was like, "You need to preface tell because I'll probably laugh because I laugh when I'm nervous." But I stayed with you to watch to watch, and then after an, an hour or so, I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm leaving. This is too boring. You're taking too long." So what happened from your perspective? Okay, so, um, I had heated up the, like, food, leftovers and stuff, and made a cuppa so I could, like, sit and watch in New Archer and just eat. Yeah. And, um, I was walking back to turn the light off, and I, like, walk pretty quickly, and I turn the light off, and I felt this really sharp pain. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, and I look down, and I only see, like, the top part and I'm like I thought it was just a splinter and then sticking t- out the top of your the end of your no, toe no no this is before I figured out it went all the way through oh, I was like oh the splinter and I tried to pull it I'm was like, at the base where the toe connects to the foot it was at the top where um the, near, away- the, near the end of the nail where the nail finishes yeah I was like oh it's just a splinter I'll pull it out and then I'm like why isn't it coming out and then I saw that it had gone all the way through <laughs> and I was like oh oh no and I was like about to vomit and pass out <sighs> and I'm like I, t- I take a photo with my phone and I message my boyfriend and I'm like what do I do and he's like um can I get a better photo so I like zoom in <laughs> <laughs> take a photo and um, he's like oh fuck um, he's like we're going to need to take you to the hospital but and he's like I'll drive down which is an hour drive for him so uh, fucking that would have taken like 10 years dude. yeah and um, he was like uh, just let me finish this game this League of Legends game <laughs> <laughs> which I'm very thankful for because otherwise he would have driven down and like we would have just ended up going to the hospital so I was just like cool cool and I'll, he's like, you need to tell Rosie. And I'm like, Rosie! Who Rosie! Who is our step-grandmother? And she's like, what's going on? I had an accident. I've, had, I, I've fallen and I can't get I up. was sitting on the ground and I showed her and she's like, we're going to pull it out. I'm like, yeah. can we go to the hospital? She's like, they're just going to pull it out too. So um, she goes up and gets you and you come down and you're like, oh, yuck. Yuck. It's fucking um, gross, dude. So I, uh, it's pretty fucking I start gross. with... I start with um, the tweezers. Tweezers. And start pulling it out slowly. So, yeah, this is... It was keep going, and then maybe about 45 minutes in, Roz gets a pair of pliers, and you're like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I'm, like, teaching... Like, this is how I would do it, Taylor. Yeah, well, I ended up switching my hands to... I used the pliers in the end to, like, yank it out. Yank it out. So... So, but you kept using the tweezers, and so it it was around quarter past one at this point. And you left... I was like, fuck this, I'm going to It took me another lie down. two hours. It took you another fucking two okay, hours. Okay, so I had to keep... I was pulling it out, and I was, like, biting on my jumper, and, like, I told doing you, breathing, yeah. breathing and stuff, and Rosie had to keep massaging my back, because I was starting to get cramps. Yeah. So I, um... I ha- and then I had to keep trimming the end, otherwise I would have impaled my arm. Oh. My foot. So I trimmed it, like, four times, and then... My toe had swelled up, so it started to get more and more painful to pull it out. And uh, I went from being like, okay, let's just try and get it out, to cr- like almost crying, like, I don't want to do this anymore, to fuck you, bitch, get out my toe. And so I switched to the pliers, 
And I was like, just like. You just yeeted it out. <laughs> like section by section. And then I saw that like where the snapped off bit, which was originally on one side, I could see it coming out. And I got the last just pulled. Just... So it was, half, it was half a toothpick. It wasn't even a full one. No, it wasn't even a full so one. So it came in. So it went. It probably, so it came in the top of your toe. And came out the bottom. And came out the bottom. But what it did... missed the bone. What? Yeah, yeah, with the meat, the fleshy, the fleshy part. Why didn't you just pull it from the? I couldn't. There was nothing to grip it from the back end. I had to ah. go all the way through. Um, and it's probably better because I would have got splinters all through the wound, coming back out. Yeah. So I eventually we pulled it out and we looked at each other and we we're like fuck. And then I stood up and my leg was fucked. And you, you were, yeah, your leg had fallen asleep, eh? So it yeah. had pins and needles and shit. No, it wasn't even pins and needles. I could barely, like, extend it. That's how, like, severely seized up it was. And then, um, uh, like, you left, and you told the, you told my partner to, like, it's fine, she'll call you. And he, like, two hours later, he, like, called me because I hadn't talked to him. And I called him, like, I got it out. I'm super tough, Rossi. I made a joke that we were having a bonding experience. It's a bonding experience. Jesus Christ. And um, then, so I like, that night, it didn't hurt that night. Because I guess I was in shock and the adrenaline was kind of keeping the pain away. Yeah, yeah. And so I just like sat and watched YouTube or whatever and then I went to bed. And the next morning, I like set my alarm. It was four o'clock when I went to bed. Set my alarm for nine. And I called my boss. Um, And she was like... Uh, she was, she, I was like, hey, I have, a uh, bad news and good news. And she's like, okay. I'm like, the bad news is I impaled my toe with a, with a, I Tooth called stick. it a kebab stick because that's basically what it was. It was a toothpick. A kebab stick is like. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, and she's like, fuck. And I'm like, the good news is took me four hours but i got it out and she was like asking me if i would get tetanus or whatever i'm like it's a stick tetanus is from like rust or whatever right yeah i'm like and it didn't have any food or anything on it so like it wasn't it had paint and shit on it though. yeah but the paint was non-toxic and dried oh okay it was only coming off while i was yanking the end so it wasn't an issue it actually went through and clean there was no blood on the toothpick either yeah there was blood where the the entry wound so to speak yeah um, so I have the day off today, but like, I can't even walk, but I had to like put slippers on because I had to walk up, up to your house to sit on the veranda to wait for a guy. Cause I'm silly. I sold my violin. So it's yeah. out of my hands now. So I had to like hobble up there and then I hobbled back down and I got back in bed. I think I, did I, did I hear Rosie or someone while I went? come in or something while I, I do I play like a tabletop game with a bunch of people over the internet at around that time mm-hmm. so were you sitting up there while I was doing that yeah I was sitting on the veranda right yeah and yeah so basically today I redressed it uh, you can't see the exit wound at all <laughs> sphincted right up <laughs> yeah basically uh, but you can see the entry wound right so I um I've re I've redressed it and everything I guess we'll call you Taylor the Impaler. Yeah, that was your joke. That was I my still joke. think about that now. It's funny, dude. I need. I feel like I need that, like, as a patch or whatever to put on a jacket and. A jacket. And then people can ask, and I'm like, oh, what's the time I had, like, a stick go through my toe? Yeah, Taylor the Impaler, dude. I, I tell you what's been going on with me the last week. Okay. I've been home alone. 
Ah, uh, I did the Macaulay Culkin scream from Home Alone. Uh, because this is an audio podcast, but I did yeah. it just for you, Taylor. Well, I appreciate it. Um, that's why I was so freaked out when I heard a knock at my door at midnight. I'm like, I'm fucking home alone. I'm here watching fucking the Eminem movie. I'm going, who the fuck is at my door? Yeah. I'm scared, dude. I'm spooked. Um, and it was just Robbie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Easter, Easter came around. Oh, yeah, we we were reco- we were recording on Easter Day. Yeah. But we didn't. Um, not Easter Day. It was the the sad day just before Easter Sunday. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Hopefully, you would have heard the uh, the cover at the end of the last episode. I think it's probably better that we we upload a few all at once so people have a little backlog to listen to. Yeah. Uh, I have been thinking about learning to, like, make music and doing covers and stuff. Make music? Do us a little theme song? I'm not really into Vocaloid as as much as I used to be. You were were a fiend for it, dude. I know. I I was talking to my partner and hoping that um, I had my old iPod Nano that had all the Vocaloid music on it. I was hoping I could charge it up and, like, listen to some of it. But, um, honestly, like, I don't know. It's, like, it... I don't I like it as much as I just like normal music. Right. It 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 was all like ripped from YouTube, eh? All those Vocaloid songs. You yeah. just ripped them off YouTube. Yeah. And they weren't they didn't even have the artist name. It was just Hatsune Miku or Gumi or like whatever. It didn't have like Deco 27 or or like the producer who actually or produced a, the song. Yeah, or a like um or yeah. Or, like, a poll or whatever, whatever the producer was. Yeah, yeah. I think what Vocaloid's pretty interesting, because for people who don't know, it's like a a program where it has the sort of phonetic R, E, R, or U sort of phonetic sounds. Mm. And then you play it almost like an instrument to create yeah. vocals for a song. Well, uh, if anything, people would know Miku Hatsune. Miku Hatsune. She's, like, the, like, poster girl for Vocaloid. She, uh, if you, if you don't know her, she's like a weird anime girl with big twin, ta- like big t- teal twin big tails. Titties. She doesn't have big titties. She's like a, she's flat as a board, my dude. Flat as a board. She's been sixteen for like ten years. Sixty. That's that's her. That's the kind of girls I like. Underaged and they never grow up. Imagine, think about that. Imagine like a pedophile at like Neverland, like Peter Pan's Neverland. You know, imagine... Wasn't that just Captain Cook? No, Captain Hook. Captain Cook discovered Australia. Um, Captain Hook. No, he, he wasn't. He was some guy who was just trapped there. Mm. Him and his pirate crew. I think that would be an interesting idea for a horror movie. What? A bunch of kids trying to escape a pedophile in Neverland. Because they never grow up and he never grows old. So they're the perfect prey for a pedophile. That actually reminds me. I watched Don't Breathe. What is it? Oh, it's a horror movie, right? Yeah. It's, it's about a bunch of. It's about a bunch of kids who three like, three kids want to do some uh, beanies, break and enters. So they so they break and enter into this guy's house, and then, he has a lot of money apparently. And yeah, they're gonna. He's like this. And he's ex, blind. Yeah, he's this blind guy, and so they they break in, and uh, they go to rob him, and their friend gets fucking his brains blown out in the first like twenty minutes, don't they? Yeah. That's like the big spoiler that he is like. The gun, like the man with no name, he's like a gunslinger. Yeah, but he like uses like sound and smell to be able to tell where you are. 
It's like fucking Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was, I don't know. Uh, I'm just gonna. My partner Dalton. Dalton uh, wanted to watch it, and I was watching YouTube because I'm not good with horror movies or thrillers or whatever. Right. And um, but I would look up every so often, and there was like so many opportunities for them to get out of the fucking house. But then I have to remember that, like, the only reason that, like, horror and thriller works is because the established cast kind of know each other. And they're like, I can't leave without my friend. Right. Okay? Because there was an opportunity for, like, the skinny kid in their group to fucking yeet out of there. Yeet out of Just send it, dude. Yeah. And then, um, uh, it was like, it would have been fine if it had just been this horror movie about, like, all these kids basically die in this house. And, like, nobody will ever find their body. Uh, but then it's like, oh, but he's trapped this woman in the basement for killing his daughter and he's like impregnated her so that she can give him a kid and as soon as she gives him a kid, she can leave. But then she gets shot and dies and he's like, oh, okay, well, you're a girl, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm not gonna rape you, that's bad, but I'm gonna like inseminate you and keep you there until you have, give birth to a, a child so that I can... Because you don't understand the loss of, like, my loss as a parent. And I'm like... So, wait. So the... So the premise is... So wait, okay, so they break in. I'm so confused. So, two guys, one girl. Yeah. Right? Break in. Break in, 20 minutes into the film. First, guy dies. Yeah. Right? Uh, One of the guys dies. Yeah. We'll call him guy one. Yeah. So guy two and girl... His name was Money, I think. Money. So who's who's the kid that survives then? Uh, the, only the girl survives. No, no, no. But, like, who's the... Skinny kid. Who's skinny kid? I don't know what the skinny kid's name was. He, he He's also, like, Clay from 13 Reasons Why, isn't he? Yeah. So, so Clay and uh, Dumb Broad survive. Yeah. And so they... Oh, no, they're, she... no, wait, let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. They're going through the house, and they're, they're trying to get out. So it's, it's a big rigmarole for them to try and escape together. And so how does he... How, so the guy dies. Bang. Oh, so basically they go to... They think that they've, like, handcuffed the blind guy downstairs. And Dalton's like, they should have handcuffed him behind his back. Because they handcuffed him to, like, some rope in the wall. And he, like, has uncut himself out. And as soon as they go to unlock the door, he shoots the gun in the head. Oh, he just... As they go to escape. That's a great... That's a great twist. If it's, like... Huh, it's it's the relief, they're about to leave, and it's just like, fucking bang! Yeah, but then she escapes, but, like, she's like, you can't go outside because all the sounds kind of disorientates him. Right. And he can't really hear, and so, but he has a dog, and the dog chases after her, and she thinks she's, like, she gets the dog trapped in the boot. Of a car. Of the car that they came there with. And she's like, oh, I... Because she has the money in the backpack. And she's like, I need to get this money. Jesus And then Christ. he gets her again and brings her back into the house. And then she sets her off the the house's alarm system. Right. To, like, disorientate him. And then she just, like, beats the shit out of him and he falls back into the basement. Right. And then she escapes. Because she doesn't... She's impoverished. Right. Like, her family, like, are drug addicts. Okay. And so she wants to take her younger sister away. So, like... She leaves. She runs away before the police get there. And she takes her sister away. But he's still alive in the end. Right. And then I'm like, ooh, sequel. And Dalton's like, he's fucking blind. How is he going to find her? Like, if she just leaves the country? Yeah. 
But, like, I don't know. It was, like... So when he captures her again, he's like, I want to make you pregnant, and no, I want you could, to give birth. Before, it was bef- the first time, and then the skinny kid saves her by whacking him in the head. Because he thinks he's killed him, but he's actually stabbed the money's body instead. Ugh. Because he can't see. Yikes. So, and then, like, the kid... Yeah. So she leaves, and she's like, oh, fuck. But then he, like, is probably gonna go to jail for all the bodies in the house. Or it could have been, like, he was defending like a f- himself. There was, like, a few or a couple bodies in the house, right? Yeah. Don't they They go into the basement and there's, like, five bodies already in there? Mm, no. I... He has this system... He, it's like when he, the woman who is already pregnant that he's keeping chained down there. Oh, there's already a pregnant woman already chained down in there. Yeah, the... who was the one that hit his daughter and killed her. Because she got off charges. And right. he was like, fuck you, bitch. You're not, I'm going to make you like repent, basically. Yuck. But then when she dies, he like pulls a tile from below the floor and puts her in this box. And then it slowly fills with like this black liquid. So I think maybe he breaks the bodies down. I think multiple people are trying to break into his house because he's blind. But, right. Um, but, like, in That's the end, she, like, leaves the country and whatever. And I'm like, I thought you'd already watched Don't Breathe. Cause Me? I, yeah, because I thought you had an interest in it. But, yeah, I watched it and I'm like... I had an interest when it comes out, but I, I tend not to really pay attention or, or care. I thought it was... I don't know, it was pretty... It was pretty alright. It was a pretty alright movie. I wouldn't watch it again. Like, um, I don't know, I, I'm more of a book reader, so... If, I'm more of a book, you filthy book reader. So I'd, like, how I had a deep interest in Stephen King in high school, I would, I liked the book more than I would like going to see the movie, because at least I can imagine the thriller, horror in my mind, and it's not as scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Because, uh, like, when I read Carrie, it was, like, in my mind's eye, it wasn't... As scary, but if I went to go see the movies, it would be, like, real fucked up. Really spooky. I don't know, I've not really... My phone keeps going off, dude. Yeah, I put mine on, um, Do Not Disturb, so that I wouldn't get any messages. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that now, too. Yeah, um, you, you rude boy. You rude son of a bitch. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, it's, it's pretty... It's alright. It's alright? Yeah. Um, have you been... Other than... Bodies, or whatever the movie is. Bodied, which is about rap battling. It's pretty good. Social stuff seems a bit heavy-handed, but I kind of... There's a lot of social commentary about, like, racism and misogyny within battle rap and how black people are perceived within the larger society. It's a little heavy-handed, but other than that, I I like the the fact that it doesn't shy away from it. Mm. That it doesn't sort of... Toss it to the side. It, it it addresses it sort of head on. Mm. But, like, at the end of the day, it's a pretty good... It's about people insulting each other through rap. It's pretty good. I wish I could, like, um... Do, do off, just off the cuff. Off the cuff battle rap. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's it's a skill. It's a, it's a skill that you have to learn how to do. Yeah. Off the top of the dome. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking, right? Do you ever think about times where you... Like, imagine, like, weeaboos, right? The people who are... Oh, I don't want to think no, about... Okay, the, imagine weeaboos, right? Yeah. Um, these are people who are, like, obsessed with Japan. Uh, they're obsessed with the idea of Japan they've seen in anime. Yeah. And but... they want to be like, I wish I was born Japanese. 
the hyper realistic idea of Japan yeah. through pop pop culture, right? Yeah. And um usually they tend to be pretty lazy and unmotiva- unmotivated people. Yeah. Who like the idea people who like the idea of speaking Japanese but won't go through the effort to A lot of people learn who it. learn Japanese don't have an interest in anime. They have an interest in Japanese culture in general. Yeah, well that's that's why someone would have like the actual wherewithal to to un- learn a whole language, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I've tried multiple times to learn, but I feel like I'm the sort of person that needs a classroom environment to learn Japanese, or mm. learn things in general. Right. Uh, because, you know, if you do the app, go through the app way... Duolingo. You, yeah. You kind of, like, don't... In your, You don't really, like... You can't really recite what you've learned, because it's just, like, muscle memory. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I get, I get that. But the idea is that you can picture p- things in your in your life, um, like from like when you were fourteen, where you go, oh, I could become that person. That could have been me. Watching, looking at these filthy weebs, and go, there, there is. I can imagine the cro- the the sort of fork in the road that if I went that path, you would be. I, a filthy I'd be. Weeb. I'd be a filthy weeb. Like when I started watching anime right my first quote-unquote anime was soul eater remember that we watched yeah. it together we i soul we eater do, was my favorite anime. i know we have to do a, a, a dramatic reading of your uh soul eater fan fiction oh my god i i was a um i'm gonna admit that when i was like 15 16 i was a huge weeb like i, I, I was like oh um and i think when i started as I got older, I got more... That's what got you into, like, Vocaloid covers, though. Also, uh, speaking of Vocaloid covers, follow-up, right? We said, oh, that, that video had, like, 2K views or something. It went... You were like, oh, it went viral. I checked, right? Your your old channel, you've sent me the link to it. And Okasan, which is, like... It didn't have an English cover from anyone else? No, or? I did an English... A really terrible English cover. It's on private now. I'm not going to share that with you. Were the, you were, like, the only one who did one, though. Yeah. Of the few. I got my Japanese friend to help me translate it. Translate it. We, we discussed it in the last episode. It had 22,000 views. I know. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but the, all the comments were negative. Were they? Yeah. They were like, this is so bad. I'm like, I get that it's so bad. I can sing way better now, I promise. I promise. I'm not gonna... Yeah. It was done by, like, a 15-year-old. But it was also done, like, back in 2012, 2013. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I had just got my blue Yeti and... So I, I'd i been thinking a lot about, like... The idea came from, like, I thought a lot about, like, incels and stuff. And when so when I started watching anime, our first was Soul Eater. And then I watched... My first anime that I watched by myself is, a, is an anime called Girls Bravo. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Which is an etchy harem series, and I have a lot of love for it still, but one of the characters, I was like, that would be my legitimate, like, waifu character that I would be in love with. And then, like, go, 2D girls are the best! Destiny! Um, yata! And I'd be like, fuck, man, I, I could have been that so easily if I hadn't have switch lanes but i never really had a waifu never really had a waifu no well i keep saying that my waifu is like isabel from animal crossing she <laughs> had pats head pats only head pats only because she's the softest baby you girl. protect but not attack yeah and then i think uh every time my partner sends me anything about videl because videl needs more love who's videl she is uh videl castro 
She's go. Oh no, Videl Satan. Right. Uh, she is uh 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 Hercule Satan's daughter, and he's also Gohan's uh girlfriend and then wife. Okay. And they like you you have Bulma and like Android 18 and it's like ooh tasty milf you know what isn't, I mean isn't Bulma married to no sorry isn't um Android 18 married to adult trunks no she's oh no that's my oh they're not married they kind of like okay so Android 18 is married to Krillin oh yeah that's right um and uh uh F- future trunks is like kind of girlfriends with Mai, but Mai, Mai was an adult in Dragon Ball, and then her and like Shu and uh, uh, Pilaf got wished to be children. Right. So now she's lived double her life. Double her life. So she's like, if she was like 20 in Dragon Ball, and now in the Future Trunk Shaga, she's back to being 20, she's basically seems like a 40 year old woman. Okay. Um, and th- they kind of like romance and. Like, uh, in current Dragon Ball Z timeline, uh, Mai is a child, and she is in love with Future Trunks, and the normal Kid Trunks is in love with Mai. Hell yeah, dude. The, yeah. The, a weird future timeline love triangle. That's actually really interesting yeah. when you think about it. But back to my original point, I, I always think that, like, there's tons of things where I've, like, experienced rejection from girls and stuff where I could have become... Easily, easily, easily. Nice guy TM? No, not nice guy TM. Incel. Just like all women are disgusting. All women are disgusting. 2D only. But I'm actually handsome and tall, so I can't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. So I can't be, I can't really complain that much. I was gonna say, um, when I was in high school, I also used to get rejected a lot. Uh, but I was like, Almost yandere levels of, of obsessed with people. Right. And I uh, look back on that time like, girl, you needed to chill out. Oof, yeah, I, I, I cringe out. for you. I cringe for me too. But um, I don't actually remember the first anime I watched on my own. I, I like to think it's Orin High School Host Club. We watched Orin High School Host Club together. So I don't actually know what my first... A what was the one? Anime. Do you know what that was after that one? We watched a few series, like, and then we watched. We s- watched Shugo Chara together. Shugo Chara. Well. We went through a lot of episodes of Shugo Chara. Yeah, because we binge watched it over the holidays when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, do you remember when I? So there's a there's a shonen anime called uh, Kyoto Kyoto Hit the Man Early Born. Yeah, yeah. And Kyoto I I did for born. two weeks, right? The Just two binge watched. You remember, I I watched like a hundred episodes over that over the course How of. How many the, episodes is there? There's like a hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred. Yeah. I watched a shitload. But then you used to complain that it started reusing the same like arcs. Oh, they they sort of felt very similar, samey samey. Um, yeah, did it? I, I don't even. I barely remember it. I watched it all in one sitting, and then. All I remember is sexy cowgirl. It was like a cat, a little cat, like you had Hitaman, which is like the little baby. Yeah. And then there was like other little baby type characters. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a cow. And then like, it, oh no, he wasn't a sexy lady. It was like a 10 year form and like a 20 year form. Oh, and he yeah. turned into like a bee shonen. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like a sexy bee shonen. I'm like, because he would jump into his cannon and it lasted for like an hour. And that's all I remember. 
I, I want to, uh, I probably want to reread it. I probably want to read the manga more than anything. Yeah. I have a terrible time with manga because I always read it way too fast and I never sort of digest, digest it. it. Yeah, That's exactly. what I did with, um, when I, I've been reading Skip Beat because uh, it does this thing where it's like, will they, won't they? And then the series ends. So I, I'm already past, I've got the, the manga anime. past the point of the anime. Right. And I've been like trying to, I slowly read it and now I'm rereading it. Right. Yeah. Um, because you kind of need that digestion time. Yeah. To... But like, yeah, you forget like half the shit that goes on in the middle because you, you just went through it. You remember. It's like, I'm like, why does the big Kyoko moments. call her, um, call Kanai Moko? Kanai Kotonami is her name. Right. But I th- I was like, because it never really explains it, but I think she calls her Moko because uh, her thing is to go, Mo, which is a Japanese thing of, jeez, right. that's what she says. And her name's Kotonami, so I guess she was like Moko. Right, okay. Or Mo Girl, maybe. Um, who knows? Who knows? I don't know, but it's really good. It's what do you, do you... I, I, I kind of want to talk about... I don't know. It might have to be in like a separate episode. I might have to actually gather my thoughts and reread it. But the greatest manga of all time. We talked about this. Oyasumi Pompon. Did we? Oyasumi Pompon. We said that we were gonna do a spoilery. A spoilery episode. We'll we both have to reread it though. Yeah, and we have to have, make time to reread it. Yeah, but I remember finishing it, and it's the first story that I finish, and it actually gave me shivers down my spine. I was like, oh, what a story, dude. Yeah, I don't remember something that... I, it didn't have that that impact for me. I still really enjoyed it, but it didn't have that, like... Oh, it kind of did, but, like, not to that extent, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me Pompon. I don't... I remember I, I watched... I read it. I think I already said this on the podcast, but I, I read it up to a certain point when it wasn't finished yet, or it, it wasn't fully translated Back yeah. in 2013, 14? Because I found it through a webcomic. Because yeah. I was heavily into webcomics. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, yeah, and, and so when, when they started translating them and coming out, I bought them as soon as they, they came, came out. out. Yeah. Uh, I did get that, like, oh, um, the current volume of Skip Beat that I have, which is like, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or 18, 19, 20? Right. Uh, where so she meets the guy one of the uh guys who used to so they're doing a drama called Sukikomori right uh but they've changed the name to Dark Moon and they're redoing it because the the director is the kid of the director who created the original Sukikomori which was like Suki Montagari I mean uh and he wanted he wants to like exceed his father because he's been compared to his father all his a life. Su- Suki Monogatari Suki. Moon, Moon Moon Ghost Story. Yeah. Jeez. It's based off a uh, light novel. Ah. Uh, yeah. In uh, in world In light world. Novel. Right. In canon. So there's like this guy who comes into the scene who used to be an actor for it. I don't know. I think he played the original um, main protagonist. Right. Uh, and she has to, like, the uh, Kyoko has to wait on him. Uh, like, because, you know, she's in the love me section where it's like you have to do all these jobs to to understand that you need to, as an actress, you need people to love and care about you as an actress to get work. Because she, like, feels nothing 
like, love-wise. Okay. So she meets this guy, and uh, she's currently getting all these drama jobs because of her role in Dark Moon. And they all want her to be, like, the character she was in Dark Moon. Right. And she's like, oh, maybe I should turn them down, and Kotanami, or Moko's like, yeah. It's like, they're just wanting you to... You're going to get typecasted, basically. Typecasted. But that happens in, in a lot of things, right? People do it, and then they get typecasted, and then they stop taking other offers because they're scared of being typecast. Yeah. And then their their careers just don't sort of go anywhere. Yeah, well, basically, he's, like... Um, he's, like, basically trying to push her out, and she's like, no, man, I'm gonna... But I'm gonna stick with this job. You can't, like, make me cry or anything. And so, eventually, uh, he overhears her, like, about to turn down a job, and he's like, she's just being crazy. Goodbye, basically. And he's like, why are you turning down this job? Um, and she's like, because it's, they're just typecasting me. And he's like, you don't have to be the same character. You can make a character for each of these people. And so she gives her the, him, her the task of pretending to be his son. His son who died. She's like, this is his name. This is the description. The description was very vague. Right now he would be like 15, 16. And um, I want you to create a character for him and act him out. And um, the final scene of that mo- the volume that I was in uh, uh, where she's still pretending to be this character looks uh, the Ren Saruga in the eyes and she's like um, still in the character and she's like I, I didn't mean to be rude uh, because she kind of dissed him because he they're both doing Dark Moon. Right. It's like, I, I don't mean to be rude. I'll be rooting for you. And she's, like, still in the character. And I'm like, oh. And then she, like, walks off with, um, let's go, Dad, like, with the other guy. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is amazing. I just, I have not felt this so good. I really love Skip Beat in general. Right. It's really good. It's I need you to read it. It's amazing. Just her, like, journey to, like, She's basically exploring acting to, like, find herself because she doesn't know who she is. It's really good. Um, which makes me sad that I don't like Dengeki Daisy as much because I almost have, like, the complete volume of that. Oh, shit. It's fucking worthless. It will... I mean... I really like... I've been rereading a lot of my manga that I had when I was in high school. Right. Um, because I really liked that dynamic of... Uh, a female character who does not like the male character and like grows a, to develop a relationship with him over time which is what Dengeki Daisy was which is like a 25 year old hacker, I think he's 25 falling in love with like the 16 year old high school girl who has, doesn't want any fucking thing to do with her. Also she's the, the little sister of his dead friend. Yeah, who um, who he feels responsible for his death and the dead friends like basically like you have you are now responsible for my sister. Yeah, they they kind of the the idea of the mystery behind she gets getting texts from someone named Dengeki Daisy. Uh, a Daisy. Daisy Chan or whatever. And then um, it turns out that it's him. They blow their load way too quickly on. No, that they it, yeah in the first volume, but then it's all this like the enjoyment of the story is that he's trying to hide it from her. And then I think in volume six, like I said, they find out. He, she finds out, but then she like wants to pretend that it's not him. 
Right. Uh, because she wants to keep Daisy separate from how she's falling in love with uh, whatever his name is. I can't remember. Right. And uh, then eventually, like, the last volume I read, which was, like, I don't know, 13, 14, it's, like, basically, like, this, like, trap room that uh, the bro- big brother has set up for everyone to try and, like, test them. Jesus Christ. And then he's, like, he's, like, I wanted you guys to be together because um, the Daisy needed someone to care about him and my sister needs someone to, for her to look after and her, her to be looked after and whatever. I don't know. It's cool, but, like, I got into a point where part of me wants to just sell what I've got off. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. For more room. Oh, well. No, well, it's okay. It's like, I have a list of things I want. I actually found out Rimiko Takanashi, who wrote Inuyasha, wrote Run Half. You didn't know that? No, and, uh... Uh... Umi Invader? I don't know. It's like, she's a blue-haired girl with, like... She's like an Oni. Okay. And she has, like... Uh, I don't remember what her name is, but, like... She wrote Roma Half, and I've kind of put that aside. I'm like, maybe I should get the manga for that. Yeah, maybe. Well, on that note, that's the end of the podcast. It's, it's 50 I've... minutes have gone past. Oh, wow. We haven't... That's fine. We haven't touched on anything. Do you want to, do you want to touch on something? Uh, the, I've, we kind of got off track, but I wanted to say that I was really into um, 2D voice and 2D dating voice. sims when Hell I was in high yeah, school. High school. I was going to talk should, about that. We should do save a lot of stuff to save for our high school blunder years episode. Maybe we should just do a whole... Go. Maybe that could be our next episode. Maybe. I could just... I don't... I think I might. we might have to have one that one in the works for a little while because we'll have to collect stories about ourselves and think about it. Well, I don't really like... I don't really want to... My friends don't remember much from me from high school, so... I'll just have to, like, try and, like, dig through the vault of things that I wish I've pushed down deep inside <laughs> of myself to Buried never remember. deep inside. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. We didn't even say our intro. We didn't say, hey, loser. We just said, welcome to the podcast. Well, that's fine. Son of a... God! God okay. damn it! So, uh, we now have a Twitter and SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. We... Which we mentioned at the start of the podcast, but I'm just going to chuck it in here. Again. So, uh, the the Twitter, you just like, hey, lose a podcast, like, capitalize in space, or podcast hey. At podcast hey. And then the SoundCloud, which you already listened to, but it doesn't matter, is just, hey, lose a podcast, um, all together, no capitals. So, SoundCloud.com slash hey, lose a podcast. Yeah. No capitals, no spaces, just we're, raw dog on it. We're dog. not getting, I, uh, would you even consider getting an Instagram? Would there be a point? Probably not. Not for a podcast. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Bizarre States did it, but they get to do shit, so... Yeah. Um, and also, if you want to send in a story or answer any questions, uh, you can send them at heyloserpodcast at gmail.com. Mm. That's heyloserpodcast at gmail.com. No capitals, just all undercase. Yeah. All undercase. All together. Alright. That's it. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you uh, next next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.